Ladies and gentlemen, now it's... Dave, no one heard anything you just said. What? You, you just said, ladies and gentlemen, now... and bleh. What happened? I don't know. What happened? Say it again. Just say, say it for me. Yeah, you grab your note. Jeez, he just said it, you guys, and he had to, and he put his note down, and he has to pick it back up because he's already <laughs> forgotten the intro. Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Wow. Yeah, now that you've been put on the spot, that's like the most energetic I think you've ever done it. That's good. Yeah, that's I've gotten good. a lot better. If you go yeah. back to the first one. No energy. <laughs> oh, I know. It's we gotta we gotta look up what episode number it was that was like your first episode because it's la ladies and gentlemen now and and now here's too late <laughs> here's here's too late it's Alan Mosley. <laughs> throw a here's in there too, <laughs> guys. Welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Willemowski. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. I got home from work. I'm and I'm walking around the house, and I'm like, I'm gonna do a project. So I decided to to rip the uh, carpeting off of my basement stairs because the huh. edges were getting all frayed, and and Mary was afraid that somebody would trip on them and fall down. And I didn't realize what kind of project I got into with that because there was two layers of carpeting on the stairs. Oh. The first one came off pretty easy, but the second layer was like starting to fall apart. And I was kind of afraid of what it was made of because it was probably in like the 1920s that they probably put that in there. <laughs> like yeah. there's asbestos in there and stuff. But that also meant twice as many nails in my steps. So I spent a lot of time digging nails mm -hmm. out of the thing. And now my back is really angry at me, but I think I'll be okay. But other than that, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is this show? This is... I don't know. I just Yeah. Like, okay. So in the future, what you want to say is, is, oh, Alan, I'm doing great. What are you up to? Or how was your weekend? Or what did you guys do for the fourth? Not, oh, yeah. not, not all of what you just did. None of that was no. good. No. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something for the after party, maybe, when we don't have any listeners anymore. Mm. And, yeah. It's, you know what's funny is, is that reminds me, uh, the theme of our episode in the second half is going to be uh, dealing with people who are just so anti-social, anti-tradition, uh, anti-social gathering, and uh, anti just enjoyment of life. Yeah. That if you're not if you're not always talking about just the 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 core philosophies that they're interested in then they, they belittle you. You know, they're like, oh you listen to that. Oh you watch that. Oh, you celebrate that, and and you're like, you know, like you you you've seen those kind of yeah. people around. Yeah, you got to conversations a give and take. You got to, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just I, I'm. It, it never ceases to amaze me how, like, if I'm walking down the sidewalk and I hear someone walking the other way say, "Oh, I really liked that new Top Gun movie." Yeah. Like it, it would never dawn on me to say, excuse, excuse me, ma'am, ma'am, that's, that's military propaganda. And, and I don't like that. Like, would you, it, it would just never cross my mind. No. <laughs> yeah. Like it just, it, it wouldn't, you know, like it's one thing to say like, Hey, what's your favorite football team? Oh, you like the bills, you know, herp derp Dallas Cowboys, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like that's some friendly ribbing. 
But if someone says, hey, I'm going to check out the Bills game this weekend, and your response is, excuse me, that's just bread and circuses. I don't yeah. watch football. They're just then distracting it's like, you. Like when I'm having a conversation with my circle of people about football, I, I never actually invited the non-football watchers in to tell us that they don't watch the game. Like if the if the if the topic of the conversation is last night's game, mm. realistic responses are I really liked that one catch in the third quarter. An unrealistic mm. autistic response is I didn't watch it because I don't watch any football because it's stupid. Yeah, I feel like so. So, Dave, this is the moments where you could hit a button. I was I was strongly thinking about it and I didn't I, I, didn't I saw this. you browsing. I saw <laughs> like I saw I saw you you're you're like hmm yeah. and, but then you kind of yeah you you walked great. it back. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> we got to get some more buttons obviously. We'll get it get it man. Did you guys did you guys do anything big for July 4th? Uh the 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 day before the July, actually July 3rd we went we went out to my parents and a lot of my family was there. A lot of kids running around. We we actually did our big fireworks that night, and um, nobody got seriously injured. So that was always good when you have a, a bunch of Pollocks fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then and then the next day we hung out with her cousins and we did a little bit more on the Fourth of July. Just what we had left over, some fountains and stuff like that. But yeah, it was it was it was a really really nice weekend. So what's funny is, is I was on Twitter this past weekend and I talked a whole bunch of trash because I was going out to my buddy Dave Benner's <laughs> place up in Nashville. And a couple of years ago, we spent July 4th up there and he, he goes out and buys just a ridiculous amount of fireworks because yeah. he's super pumped to do it. And I talked trash all weekend about how Dave Benner wasn't going to be able to tweet anymore because he was going to blow his fingers off. <laughs> and after all that trash talk, guess what happened? I'm the one that got burnt. <laughs> there's there's actually a huge blister on my right thumb because uh, let me let me explain what happened, all right? Yeah. So like you know how you've got like your little firecrackers and then you've got like you've got some bigger ones that you still like they say light it on the ground, but come on, you're going to yeah. you're going to grenade yeah, those awesome. things. Yeah. Have you ever seen the ladybugs? No. So the ladybugs are really interesting. So they're these, they're, they, they're kind of, they're not shaped exactly. I mean, I guess they're kind of shaped like ladybugs. So they're like this, these cylindrical, like, like elliptic red balls that are kind of mm. shaped like a bug and you light it. And the whole idea of it is it's, it's supposed to be affixed onto a surface. And when it lights, it'll spin, like it'll, it'll yeah. create like a whirlwind type thing. But that the, the effect only really works if it's, flat because then it'll yeah. rotate if you throw it or if it's not set up properly then there's a chance that instead of spinning it'll just catch one direction and just shoot that direction but oh, since me. it's round you're not sure which direction it's gonna go so we had already i we had lit one and we had chunked it and and it it, it actually did hit a neighbor's window but it didn't break so it's 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 fine yeah it's fine um you know and and so one was kind of cool and I was like, well, let's, I'm going to double fist them, like light up a ladybug in each hand and I'm going to dual wield. And we did that. <laughs> and it was awesome. Like I threw them both and they both just skittered off in random directions, like hit a toddler is awesome. And then I was like, yeah. okay, there's only one thing you can do after you've thrown one and then thrown two is to throw four. 
No, oh, yeah. So, so I'm so kind of like I'm a, about to juggle. I've got two because yeah. the, they're they're like the size of your phone, right? So, like I've got four, two in each hand, and I'm like, I need help. Someone's got to light these yeah. things so I can throw them. Well, the one on my right hand got lit, but the wick was pointing at my thumb. And when you light the wick, it starts to spark, and so it's yeah. just showering flame onto my thumb, <laughs> and and. So I'm caught in a rock between a rock and a hard place because on the one hand I'm like I really need to throw this ignited ordinance because yeah. it's it's literally sitting here burning my hand. On mm. the other hand, we haven't lit the other one yet, and you can't ruin the fireworks, Dave. You got to throw them at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here with flame just showering my thumb, saying, "Hurry and light the other one." <laughs> <laughs> And so I then say. I throw them, and it's awesome. And I'm like, man, that kind of hurt. And then later that night, I was like, wow, that did hurt. Yeah. The, listen the, to the how religious... listen how yeah Simon's really upset about it too. <laughs> yeah, did you hear him? He yelled at me. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's yelling. Um. Yeah. The the logistics of lighting four four wicks is mm -hmm. that's tricky. Well, so later in the evening when we were doing similar shenanigans, I'd said you you really have to like twine them together, you know, like yeah, it, like it's kind of like a bundle of dynamite, like in the old cartoony <laughs> days. So anyway, that that leads me to this last thing I want to discuss before we take our first commercial break. Um, I don't actually have the video clip, but it was uh, I saw the video clip shared of the crazy Karens. There's like a like there's a collage of all these Karens coming outside screaming oh, at people yeah. to stop lighting fireworks, and I've called the cops and all this stuff. But that actually brings up an interesting conversation. When is it appropriate to begin fireworks, both on what day leading up to the Fourth of July and time of day? And when is it the right time to stop? <laughs> That's a really good question. That is a good question. Because it's easy for us to make fun of the Karens. Like, don't get me wrong. When the Karen comes out at 930 on 4th of July and says, stop yeah. it, you guys. There's no fireworks here. That. You know, just that's when you throw the four ladybugs at her and just just see what happens. <laughs> Dance. But but when is it a right when is the when is it the right time to say the fourth of July is over, the celebration has concluded for this year. Are you asking me? Who the hell else am I talking to, I don't Dave? Know. You might be Jeez. it might be a rhetorical question. Um oh, man. I'd say some like 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 if you're still firing them off after after about one a.m., I think that's a that's a little mm -hmm. inappropriate. How many? And, and I think how many yeah, days? Yeah, I think after? I think the, you you have like maybe two days before and after, mm -hmm. but but the time the lateness is different. Like if the fourth itself is almost like a free for all. Like mm -hmm. you can start whenever you want. You know, uh, not, not like seven in the morning, but and then you about one. If you if you're still firing them off at two, that's that's a little that's a bit much, but like the days mm -hmm. before and after, like as soon as the sun goes down, you can fire them off for you know an hour or so, just to get that out of your system. I think. Well, see, because this year is like the perfect litmus test because the actual holiday fell on a Monday, and yeah. so the overwhelming majority of people weren't working on Monday because it was the holiday, but most mm -hmm. people went back to work Tuesday morning. Yeah. So it's one thing to say we're all going to have a rough morning Tuesday morning. We're going to be tired and groggy because <laughs> yesterday was the 4th of July. But if I'm laying in bed Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, and I'm hearing people throwing fireworks at 3 in the morning, it's like, yeah. mm. like <laughs> do, do none of you people have jobs? Like, 
you know? Seriously. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll let us know in chat. I, I see some people talk discussing it. Let us know in chat what your thoughts are about the appropriate time to light or not light, <laughs> to light up or not light up. <laughs> um, but until then, we want to re- remind people, Dave, did you know that this show actually has a podcast version that's on all the platforms such as Spotify, Google, iTunes, all that stuff? I did know that. I'm, I'm actually did. a subscriber. Yeah, I subscribe yeah. And, I, and, and occasionally listen. And not only that, the video portions are on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Odyssey. I think that's it. Probably should have put an and in there because I think that's it. But here's the thing. We need everybody to go to those platforms. And if it's a podcast and you can leave a review, hit five stars and leave a review. Yeah. If it's a video platform, give it a like. If you're on Twitch, I don't even think I mentioned Twitch. Do we have a thing for Twitch? (laughs) There's the thing. (laughs) Subscribe to us on Twitch. Even better yet, listen to this, subscribe to us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Because Super it easy. is, because so, you know how like on NPR, they always run that little graphic that is, you know, this programming is, is made possible yeah. from viewers like you. See, all the boomer cons like to rant and rave of, oh, NPR is paid for by tax dollars. The overwhelming majority of their bills are actually paid by donations. It is true that it is subsidized to an extent. But the majority mm-hmm. of it is paid by people donating. So it is still true that they should cut funding to NPR, but NPR wouldn't just yeah. magically disappear is what I'm saying because they still yeah. get money. But we're the same way, except for we don't, we're not subsidized at all. We only no, are able wrong. to do the show. That is wrong. We should, we, yeah. You should call your congressman in PA and I'll call mine in Tennessee and we'll see if we can't work out something. Yeah, it should work. Yeah. It's it's just getting your tax dollars back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Plus a, plus a few million, I mean, for interest. <laughs> I mean, you've seen inflation, it's nuts out there. Yeah. So and if we yeah. want to do this right, we're gonna have to yeah. So we have to get those donations and PayPal. I think Aaron shared the links. PayPal, Patreon, Twitch, like and share on all the platforms because if you don't do that then we can't grow the show and if we can't grow the show then we have to go in the fed oh yeah I'm me and dave that, but yeah. no me and dave D- me, we're gonna do it together <laughs> we talked about it we have a we're gonna, yeah <laughs> yeah all right um take a commercial break you think yeah i think it's a good time all right guys we're gonna be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail Right after this commercial break, go away.
I'll see you, Darren. We're not going to forget. Guys, let me tell you about tonight's sponsors, which is Pat Crest Botanicals, which you can find at patcrestbotanical.com. Promo code, it's too late for 30% off all of your CBD Delta 8 products. Uh, I actually have one of their products right here. This is the Ascend 3000. Uh, this is what helps get me going in the morning. Can, can, we, get a, can we get a shot of that? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's... Get a good look at it. Actually... We get a shot of this. Look, oh, it's actually it's reflecting in the light. Look at that. <laughs> I should put this on that and see what happens. Just see, Just what, see happens. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a blister, so I should I should get a syringe and inject this into that. Oh, that would be interesting. Maybe I should run that by Mike before I do it. Just, <laughs> I don't know. We're going endorsing that on the show. <laughs> Just just a minute, everybody. Let me let me read the suggested use. Um. Hmm. It says adult dosage as necessary. Well, I feel it's pretty necessary. Yeah. So there you go. They so anyway, didn't specify on dosage. So they're fantastic products. I personally have used them, personally endorse them. It's patcrestbotanicals.com, promo code. It's too late. You know, I was actually looking up the other day saying, you know, we should get some new sponsors cause, so that I could start swapping out the commercial breaks. Because there, there's this one podcast that's every Friday night that I was going to that I was going to run an ad for, but they <laughs> they just don't they just don't advertise. And so I have to find another one. And I went to that. Have you ever have you heard like on a bajillion different podcasts that better help? It's like yeah, a, yeah. for like, you know, for the crazy people. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, better help. So I went to their website and I couldn't find the link to go to be like an affiliate or whatever. So either they don't do it, like they don't sign up more people, or they're like, they sir, you. yeah, they they have they have me IP blocked because I say things like, <laughs> hey, are, hey, are you are you a little crazy and you need to talk to somebody? Go to better. <laughs> Something wrong with your noodle? Check it out, dude. My dude, our <laughs> ad reads would be the best ones. <laughs> I got to, speaking of that, uh, we have an ad read for Anchor FM on the podcast version of the show. Yes. You've probably heard it. Yeah, and I tried to do it very personable and charismatic. I want to change it. I want to change yeah. it to, I don't know. I just, I feel like it needs to be freshened up every night. It's like right now it says, hey guys, it's Alan here. Let me tell you about the podcast version of the show. Thanks to Anchor FM. Blah, 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 blah. It's Anchor FM. I, I think I want to change it to, are you more of a listener than a watcher? Do you like to hear them? <laughs> do you like to hear them in the other room? Do you, do you pleasure yourself to the thought of it? But, but don't, but don't, but don't watch. No, shh, don't watch. Just go to Anchor FM. The, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that this week. That's, I'm doing it. I'm going to, I'm going to see how long it goes before we're booted. Yeah. And we're not. And they, we're no they, longer. They never notice. Yeah, no, they don't. There's no way they could pay attention to everybody. If the show ever blew up and they were actually writing us big checks for those for those clicks Ooh. and views, then eventually they'd be like, "Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. you know." <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for meme of the week. I'm a little worried because I haven't seen these yet. Me, when Americans make fun of America. Uh, Me, when Canadians make fun of America. Shut your filthy mouth. I know. <laughs> your shithole country. Um, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Oh. If you're not following me on Twitter, it's really a shame because it's it's twitter.com uh, at Alan Mosley TV. And everybody this whole past weekend was doing all the, this is what 4th July means to me. This is what I'm, look at our barbecue, you guys. This is what I like to do on the 4th. I tweeted the whole weekend. All I tweeted was neo-Confederate propaganda. (laughs) 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 Because, Because the thing is, is that that is closer to my country than, you know. Like the thing is, is that if you're if you're going to celebrate decentralization and uh, political self determination, then you you know, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying the Confederacy was right. That's they they had some points, but <laughs> no, they were they were they were objectively the correct side of the war. Objectively, Dave, say it. Say it for my pleasure. <laughs> Spray me with your hot, sticky praise for my position. All right, so anyway... Uh, all right, well, that's good. Man, that's, you said it all. Uh, let's go ahead and answer the viewer mail. Oh, I forgot to open my fortune cookie, oh. so we have to we have to take a quick sidebar here. Yeah, this, this is important. This is important. Have you ever actually eaten these in your life, or just opened them and threw them away? I have, and then my kids eat the cookie and throw away the fortune. They don't. They don't even care. They'll get theirs. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is a massive opportunity sitting right under your nose. Oh. Wonder what that could be. Go a lot of different ways. Hmm. So anyway, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Maybe that's what it meant. Maybe this is the night. You yeah. Know? This all, right. all explodes. All right. <clears throat> First question comes from Celeste Annis, who writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is your favorite Stephen Root movie? Now, I had to look this up because I was like, who's Stephen Root? Stephen yeah. Root is the stapler guy from Office Space. Do you remember Do you remember the other day when we were talking about John Candy and how someone asked us what our favorite John Candy movie was? And when you uh-huh. Google him, you realize John Candy was like in every single movie from like 1975 to 1992. <laughs> he was in a ton of movies. So Steven Root is very much like that. He's been in an absolute ton of movies. And so if the question is, this is like I'm answering a question with a question. If the question is, what's your favorite Steven Root movie? So it's technically a Steven Root movie if Steven Root is in the movie, correct? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. he doesn't have to be the leading actor. He just has to have been in the film. So there's a ridiculous amount of good movies that he was in. Uh, including, now of course, Office Space, but including, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The Ballad of of Buster Scruggs. And Mm -hmm. he was in No Country for Old Men. Like, those are some some good movies. 
Oh, he was so, also in DuckTales. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, well, it, it's it's movie, guys. Like, every, people in chat are saying he was in okay, this yeah, show or yeah. that show. Who gives a shit? The, the question said, ooh, nobody. Yeah, it, it says, it says movies. <laughs> hold, hold on, Dave. I'll help you out. You seems like I'm you're sorry. I, 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 I distracted myself. It's okay. It's, I got you. Ooh, nobody yeah. gives a shit. All right. What are you even paying me for? <laughs> shit, I know. Um, so I'm going to say No Country for Old Men because he was in the movie and it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that it's my favorite. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna have to go with Office Space because I've seen that a lot more times than old no or No Country for Old Men. Yeah, I saw that once. That was a pretty good movie though. But yeah, I love Office Space. Such a cop out. Oh man, Dave, you've opened up a can of worms. Or the Twitch Uh-oh. mod says, "Wait, you guys are getting paid." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's when it gets ugly. You screwed up. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question comes from Clay Davis, who writes, Dear Alan and Dave, where's the strangest place you've ever made Whoopi? Oh. Okay, so first of all, Clay's really dating himself by calling it that. Like, <laughs> whoopi. <laughs> whoopi. Nobody, nobody has ever said the phrase <laughs> making Whoopi for the last 47 years. <laughs> so, um... Well, what qualifies as a strange place? Because if if the normal place is your marital bed, and yeah. every place other than that is abnormal, then everywhere is strange other than that. Yeah. So we're going for the strangest, though. What is the strange? What's the strangest place? Well, my kids aren't in chat, right? No. I'm I'm not that wild, so it'd have to be a car. That's that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, a car. Parked yeah. at the toll booth, <laughs> <laughs> throwing change. <laughs> the, the the car at the toll booth right before you pull into Disney. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah that that amps it up a bit. Oh, I mean you're it's, you're the one that said it, not me. Um, <clears throat> strangest place. <laughs> I remember that clip. Uh, let me let me think about it and and I'll and I'll answer it before the end of the segment. I pro- I promise I will answer though. Uh Tim Weissong writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, where do you see yourself in 10 years?" Ooh. Are we is this a job interview? I know. Ooh, Dave. Know. So so Dave, when when I spread your views on the Confederacy and you have yeah. to brush up the resume, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I mean, I, I, I don't really see myself as doing that, but I'd like, I'd like to do this professionally, like some kind of producing or, you know, something, something with media or entertainment. Um, I'd like to be in a slightly bigger house, maybe with a much bigger yard. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to work towards that, but I don't have a solid enough plan to say that I can actually see myself doing it, but I'm, I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is, is that if you get a much bigger yard, then that's much more to maintain, and you're going to yeah. have to get your slave labor to do it. Oh, we're we're back to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I'm, I mean, I'm Gee, talking about your, I'm talking about your kids. I don't know. I, oh, I don't yeah, know what yeah, you're okay. talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. 
Where do I see? I've well, I so I've told everybody I'm going to end the Fed before I turn forty. So, I I I I refuse to be forty years old. I'm thirty six right now. So Anakin oh, knows oh. I've only got like three years and a couple months left. So, oh, maybe I mean, she's. That's why she's, she's hanging a, in there. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah right. It's <laughs> it's the twelfth round. There's no point yeah, in going down now. Yeah, take it to a decision. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Andrew Avery writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Will the Fed bail on fighting inflation to avoid a deeper recession? When will they revert to... No. What? Andrew. Andrew was trying to ask a serious question this week instead of a pun, and... and that was the joke. So it's a double fail. Not only is it not a pun, <laughs> but we don't answer serious questions in the viewer mail. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on just a second. Someone in chat says Anna Case just in it for the money. Yep. <laughs> that that huge gold mine from It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. They're gonna auction this show off. It's gonna include Dave. Dave's a part of the set. And we're gonna <laughs> yeah. this, this thing's gonna sell for a million two. Anna Kay's gonna get something. Yeah, if if, uh, if you ever notice there's there's no doors in here. It's you yeah. built me in. Yeah. 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 We built yeah, we built the studio <laughs> around you. <laughs> That's right. Where's the uh, door? You know what? This is this maybe maybe this is how we'll raise more money. Is I need to have like some really cute, sweet pictures of poor Anna Kay on here, mm -hmm. and and say like we're trying to raise money for Anna Kay for when I'm gone. Yeah, with some Which, Sarah McLaughlin music and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we need those subs and those donations. That's Patreon.com/slash <laughs> Alan Mosley. All proceeds are going to go to Anna Kay. After I'm gone. Wow. Which is very soon. <laughs> <laughs> with I mean, with the way the viewership of the show is, real goddamn soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave, do you prefer to swim in fresh water, salt water, or pool slash chlorinated water? Yeah. Um... I'm going to say pool water because it takes effort to swim in the other ones. <laughs> like, you know, like, what do you mean? Well, like you'd have to go to the other ones to swim in. Them, oh, whereas yeah, like, yeah. like it's like, that's why we have pools is so mm -hmm. that I don't have to. It's convenient. Go, I have to, I don't have to go out to the holler as they say around here. <laughs> get your, get your little tire on your rope and you, and you swing out into the holler oh. and then. But the 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 water's only a few feet deep, and then yeah, you then gotta you, watch out for this snapping all sudden, turtles. All of a sudden, monsters. you're you're asking somebody for a a wheelchair van from a certain <laughs> people's fans, and <laughs> it all gets really dark. Um, did you have an answer for that, or did I just depress you to the point of no? I mean, okay. when 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 I was younger, I'd I'd swim in anything if it if it was you know waist level or. Whatever. Oh, we were jumping when in. I so was younger, I'd swim in anything too, my man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'd it'd be like highway runoff. We're swimming in that and, and whatever. But now it's like I need a clean pool. It it just every little bug kind of bothers me. I, I like I like the the clean water. All right. So the chorus room at high school. That's oh, the answer to the, yeah. Wow, dude. That's why I'm not going to live much longer because I. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Like, haven't you ever seen Dallas Buyers Club? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Should I? Yeah, actually. Yeah. I'm Check to see if Stephen Root's in it. <laughs> he probably is. Probably his. Uh, Keith McQuarrie writes, Dear Alan and Dave, if you won the lottery, what would you do next? Oh. I, I tell you what, if I won the lottery, my day-to-day -day life probably wouldn't change all that much. Mm -hmm. I would just do what I want to do when I want to do it. But, like, I don't have extravagant tastes, you know? Like, yeah. if like if I won a lottery, like, say it was, you know, I don't know, $50 million. Like, I'd still eat at Poncho's because Poncho's is good. Oh, like, I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, if someone was like, oh, you should go, you know, like, to this fancy steakhouse. I was like, yeah, but they don't have chicken fajita nachos. Mm. With, with the with the white cheese and just if you if you ask for yeah what you don't have to be rich to eat good yeah they like to drizzle it on there and just mm -hmm. it's all hot and sticky and just, just all right mess. um what would you do if you won the lottery dave you know what i've i've actually thought about it a lot even though i never ever ever play the lottery but i'm, I'm like I, I know the first thing i do is i'm gonna get a lawyer an accountant Nobody's gonna know I want it, but I think I think I'd try to keep my job. I don't know if I could though, because you you just have the freedom to be like, you know, uh, I'm not doing this anymore. But I'd try to keep it kind of normal. I'd take care of my parents, myself, and and try to still not ruin my life with it. Mm -hmm. I, just call me, Dave. I'll take care of it for you. Yeah, all this dirty money. Yeah, I'll wash. It. I'll make it. I'll make it all clean. <laughs> all right. Uh, Aaron Kentner writes, Dear Alan and Dave, describe the perfect sandwich. Oh my gosh. I should have read through these. Oh, you're, are you a sandwich aficionado, Dave? I mean, but this, this requires some thought that you can't just mm -hmm. perfect. I mean, is a French dip a sandwich? It is, yeah. right? I mean, it's on a yeah. bun. Like I really like a French dip, but like I'm talking like you know not not whatever crap leftover meat you have in the kitchen. I mean, you <laughs> not know, the Arby's like, French dip. Yeah, you know, like like the nice soft bun with mm -hmm. like like just like thin strips of fillet all n n neatly packed in there. Yeah. So Evenly. that it's the it's the right it's the right ratio of bun to meat. Oh, <laughs> you got to have the right ratio to bun to meat. You know that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some yeah. people like it thicker, and yep. and see, with, you have to have the right ratio. Yeah, with with the with the <laughs> with the Swiss cheese, but the Swiss needs to be melted on. You can't just lay cheese on there; it's got to be melted on. And the little cup of au jus for dipping. Yeah, this is probably what I would do if I won the lottery as well. Yeah, they they're combining. Yeah, now. see, see, my life doesn't even change. <laughs> I mean, other other than. Like I like we you know what I would probably build us like an actual for real big fancy studio to do the show in, but other oh, than that we be... we would do the show in our big fancy studio and then just go to Poncho's every week. That's what we would. That's it. That's the only thing yeah, that's that changes. What I'd like is, is a studio in a separate location, like a dedicated mm -hmm. studio yeah. that I can stand up in. <laughs> yeah, but we but see we would also have enough money. I would build the studio down here, and then I would also pay you enough to just leave your family. Oh, that. Big payout. 
<laughs> well, just you know, like I would, I would, I would offer you enough that it would be, you know, like they couldn't refuse the money. So you would just, yeah. you would just sit down and you would think to yourself, like, like this amount of money is more for Mary and the kids than I could possibly yeah, provide. Take, so I, so I'll take myself out of the equation and leave the cash. I think Mary would be okay with that. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, the kids would be for sure. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, Mary would do it for the kids. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'm going to be gone in like three and a half years, and so you're going to have the rest. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Um, what kind of sandwich did you did you go with? Oh, it it, I mean it it'd probably be like a combination, you know, like you know some salami, ham. I can never think of maybe like some turkey, but there's going to be chips on it. But you can't have too much meat because then then you just got this big packed lunch meat center and that's just too much like you said you got to have that that perfect ratio and just oh, you american like have, you like to yeah. have some different meats huh <laughs> several several yeah. meats in the in the mm -hmm. bun and um well, you've you listed three already <laughs> you can take three meats at once dave but but you gotta have chips on there mayonnaise mm -hmm. mustard yeah, oh yeah I think that's it mm -hmm. all right and this wasn't planned yeah. You know, like this just this just happened, kind of <laughs> like. Uh, <clears throat> and so anyway, Ryan Seifert writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, does pizza taste better when it's cut into triangles, squares, or lazy eights?" So what I didn't even know what lazy eights was. No, what is that? I have to look it's, that up. I think lazy eights is more like what some places do for just cheese bread, where they just they just cut it into eight strips as opposed to like cutting it into you know a pattern oh oh that that's insane yeah like who would cut their pizza like that it's just straight across yeah i mean i don't i don't even like squares either like it just like cutting it into triangles is the way that things that are circular are cut number one and two like it seems that's that's not more difficult to do you literally just cut it in half and then cut it in half the other way and then cut it in half another way and then cut it in half another way that's it like i i don't understand yeah like why is this ryan makes this out to sound like it's really hard to do it one way or another <laughs> well yeah the normal cut can be a little tricky you you, you could be off a little bit and then suddenly you got small pieces and large pieces and yeah but you just take the large pieces oh yeah yeah dad yeah. gets a big piece yeah <laughs> all right so uh ryan i hope this helps oh donato's does that if if gear up's right he says a round pizza in a square box cut into triangles wait no oh he's never mind <laughs> I read that wrong. That's I was a normal pizza. Okay, all right. This <laughs> this has gotten too geometric. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I didn't do good. <clears throat> you didn't do well. Jesus I, I didn't. Christ. I didn't do good in geometry. Yeah. <laughs> That's a shame. Boy, you know, I actually I was reading earlier today. Um, there was some statistics that were out about uh, literacy rates and stuff like that in the U.S. Let me see. You know what? Let me let me see if I can find that really quick because that was actually kind of dope. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna see oh. if I can pull that up. No, don't, Dave, calm down. It's okay. I know. I got scared. I, 
Yeah, Jesus has the wheel right now. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, it's fine. You okay, know, actually, here it I is. Can't, I can't find any of this lazy eight thing on Google when I typed it in. I think he made it up. Yeah, Ryan's full. Of sh- yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, listen to this. Currently, 45 million Americans are functionally illiterate and cannot read above a fifth grade level. 50% of adults cannot read a book written at an eighth grade level. 57% of students failed California standards test in English. One third of fourth graders reach the proficient reading level. Only a third. 25% of students in California school systems are able to perform basic reading skills. 85% of juvenile offenders have problems reading. Three out of five people in American prisons can't read. And here's the last one. Here's the doozy. Three out of four people on welfare can't read. Can't read. Can't read. But but we have a public school system that all no. these people allegedly went to. We should probably try throwing more money at it. That all I mean, fix it. yeah. Three out of four people on welfare can't read. And there's a lot of people on welfare. Like there's Imagine, different levels. Yeah. Imagine if just overnight they said, in order to get your welfare check, you must pass this reading test. It would be a lot of learning going on. Yeah. It would, would, what would happen is is they would call it racist and it's, it's racist to to be able to read. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that came up now that I, now that I mention it. I think I'm just, yeah, we're just rolling with it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, right. All right. Uh and and finally, Mary Lynn Willemowski writes, Dear Alan oh. and Dave. I didn't see this one. What are some of your favorite summertime activities? Dave, what oh. are some of your favorite summertime activities? Mostly it's it's not being at work cuz it's freaking hot there. Um this year it's it's been just soaking in that little pool that I got in the backyard. I've I've been really enjoying that i just sit sit on a little raft and i bounce around the the edges like the like the dvd screensaver usually have a drink in my lap sometimes i'll have my phone with me it's been real real zen i like that wow yeah huh (laughs) i i like to go back to my old chorus room at high school and Yeah, uh, that's that was a quickie. <laughs> All right, so, so anyway, oh my, um, boy, we're forty three minutes in. I guess we should probably just do the rest of the show. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the rest of the show. Yeah, we better we better do that, um, guys. We're gonna be back to have a little thoughts on Fourth of July Redux right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv.
Before we get carried away, we have another sponsor tonight. Guys, let me another tell you about one. Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which you can find at tnhotsauceco.com. My personal favorite flavor is the garlic habanero, which you can see right here. It is a good flavor. Look at that. I just want to make sure that I've frozen long enough that everyone yeah. can like, you know, get the get your, send them send them the screenshots that they can put it on the front of their website and stuff. I feel like I should be their mascot. You should. I mean, I drink the stuff. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so anyway. I seen it. <laughs> TNHotSauceCo.com. Um Yeah. We got we gotta get some color in that. Yeah. I've always liked the colors. So yeah, yeah, good stuff. Speaking speaking of that, <laughs> I wanted I wanted to tell a really quick story that's going to kind of launch into this um, into this segment that we're going to do. Uh, so a friend of mine, a, a young friend of the show, a uh, young fella uh, who is a fan of the show, who actually works at a Starbucks. Uh, I actually got sent this little story um, of a of an altercation they were in at work with a hardcore leftist female supervisor. Oh, that's always uh, fun. Oh, boy. So let me tell you. <laughs> so the the supervisor, so your 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 textbook blue-haired land whale yeah. had basically said something <laughs> along the line. So she saw a car coming through the driveway, and it had a, American bumper stickers on it. And so she made some comment about, you know, this this being a terrible country. And he said in response to her that uh, he likes living in this country. He thinks that when you, you look at the different countries in the world, if you had to pick one, most people are going to pick this one as opposed yeah. to pick, you know, North Korea, <laughs> right? Like You're doing relatively well. <laughs> doing relatively well. Yeah. It compared to what, right? Compared to what? Uh, and she said back to him, well, that's because you're a white male with privilege. She said that, but she also oh. said it over the headset. Like, you know, they wear the headsets. Oh. She said that over the headset. Now, he obviously was bothered by that, but trying to be professional about it, he didn't, he didn't confront her at work in the middle of the shift, right? He, he texted her after work, and this is what he wrote her. I don't want to say this in front of everyone, but it hurts my feelings that you would discredit my experiences on the basis of sex and skin color. You don't know a lot about my life, and saying that bad things don't affect me because I'm a white male assumes that you understand the struggles that I face. It also gives me no means of redemption. I think it would hurt your feelings if I did that to you. I wouldn't do that to you or any of my coworkers. This kid's wow, 19, was, by the way. That was great. He's a, Yeah, he's, he's still a teenager. It didn't end there. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> this, this, uh, yeah. This was a response. I didn't say I know anything about your life. White men do have it better than non-white non-men in America. Yesterday, so this was the, this was last week. Yesterday, our reproductive rights and bodily autonomy was stripped away. They are actively trying to detransition trans folks in many states. Sounds like a good idea. Uh, people of color are dying <laughs> at the hands of white supremacists and police. 
Men make up almost all the violence against everyone. I'm not keeping white men's feelings at the forefront of my priorities around these discussions, because you're not the victim of these oppressions. I'm not saying I'm not extremely privileged as well. I don't see why white male privilege can't be discussed without white men taking over the conversation and victimizing themselves. I'm not attacking you by saying you're not oppressed by misogyny, reproductive rights being taken away, people of color being victimized, queer people being victimized. Those issues don't affect you, and that is a huge privilege mm. now what ultimately happened here was this lady because oh, wait, wait. shut up silly woman right so <laughs> she actually decided to go the step further and show his text to other female co-workers. Instead of keeping it private between them, she was showing his text to other female co-workers at the restaurant. Yeah. It blew up in her face when the other female co-workers said, yeah, he's right, and I think he was very polite to you. Yeah. Yeah. So he was seriously worried that he was going to get fired because he was going to come into work and this was going to blow up in his face. Fortunately for him, the the actual manager of this location, who is a white man, by the way, <laughs> See? said, Privilege. told him, you did nothing wrong. I'm going to take care of it. Thank you for coming to me. Wow. So there's so many different takeaways from that story. I feel like the main takeaway is is white men always take care of things. Isn't don't don't you feel like that was that's the takeaway? That, that I feel like that's the takeaway. Now, I was kind of thinking like like you know the world's you know it's pretty normal when you day to day. There's there's yeah. a few extremists on every side, but everybody's yeah yeah they're in chat. The white patriarchy wins again. <laughs> that's right. So so I kind of using that as sort of the launching pad. I, I want to talk a little bit about this past weekend. So so we just had the Fourth of July. We had Independence Day. And because of the clown world that we live in, you have a lot of people that that feel like they they have the right to sort of reimagine the reason for the season to to fit whatever narrative, whatever modern political struggle they feel that they face. Uh, as an example, take a look at this tweet by everyone's favorite neocon, Bill Crystal, when he said, July 4th is the anti-MAGA holiday. Wow. It stands for equal rights, consent of the governed, leaders with honor, and the belief we can help others enjoy these rights and secure government by consent of the governed. As the key American holiday, July 4th stands against America first. None of that makes any sense. No, no, not none of it at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. It's 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 totally a a recognition of a group of people throwing off their oppressors by force and yeah. seceding from a a polity uh, and invoking their right to self determination. That's it. And and by the way, like that doesn't even necessarily make a, a value judgment on what happens next. It just simply is saying, recognizing, but which by the way, I really don't like people that use that phrase, treason is the reason for the season, because it's only treason if you lose. Yep. If you win, it's political self-determination. Yeah. If you lose, it's treason. <laughs> you see how that works? Um. 
that which weird? is why I had that meme earlier with the Confederate flag in it. Because again, it's only treason if you lose. If you win, <laughs> it's political self-determination. The South was right. I don't know why. Like, I don't understand why everyone's getting up so upset. The South, oh, oh the, the, the Confederate states were objectively and morally correct in pursuing their own political self-determination. Full stop. There is no argument to the contrary. <laughs> Period. Could, All right. Could you imagine the storyline if, if, if it had turned out different? I mean, we could do a whole episode on on my theories of how things would be different if it had ended differently. I think that the world today would not be exceptionally different. Um, but, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that secession, because secession is a boogeyman word. You say secession, mm. people are like, ooh, that's that's racist. That's neo-Confederate. Well, that, that, that was in the contract. See, that's why that's why I love the phrase political self-determination. Self-determination is a principle that everyone should be behind. People as individuals or groups or communities or whatever, at whatever level, should have the right to determine for themselves their own political goals, how they want to make, make their own communities, etc., etc., without some governing body above them forcing them to be one way or another. That in 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 its very virtue is the most American thing. That is what secession is. But you have all these different people talking about what Fourth of July really stands for. But ultimately, what I kind of wanted to finish with tonight is there's a lot of people out there, particularly in our community, that will say things like, "You really shouldn't celebrate the Fourth of July because that's." That's that's statist. That's the state's holiday. It's it's the mm. glorifying of of America as opposed to as opposed to God, as opposed to community or family or whatever. It's the glorification of the flag and all that stuff. Here's the thing. While the the federal government or any government may attempt to do that, they don't they don't determine for you what the holiday means. And you absolutely shouldn't feel obliged to not cherish the special occasions with your friends and loved ones because someone else takes exception to it. So, at the, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's really similar to, because you know we're bringing back sports ball first week of September. Me and Mike are bringing back sports ball. And we literally, oh, 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 oh. it's in a sports show, and we literally named it that because it's literally making fun of the people who say, oh, bread and circus is sports ball. It's the same thing as the people who say you shouldn't watch football because that's bread and circuses. It's the, it's the things that make life worth living is the reason why we want to have the maximum liberty to enjoy them. Because if there weren't those things or those people, then what would one do with one's liberty? The people, the people who say that you shouldn't enjoy your life and spend those special, special moments with loved ones because there's something bad going on in the world that particular moment, they would be just as insufferable in Ancapistan as they are right here and now. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. 
Do you want to be around those people that constantly tell you that they're not interested in what you enjoy and they don't and they are off put by your happiness? I, I'm talking to you. Dan. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't want to I don't want to have a community with those people. And so part of self-determination means determining for yourself the life you want to live, the family you want to raise, the community you want to be a part of. And that means keeping out the state. It also means keeping out some of these people. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know if that really has anything necessarily to do with the holiday so much as it is with with each passing special occasion. Maybe maybe this is just me getting older and I'm just becoming a boomer. But I I cherish special occasions more each passing year than oh. I did the year prior because I I think to myself that there's there's any myriad of things that could happen that could make this all go away. And so I'm going to make sure to make the most of it. And I'm I'm absolutely not going to listen to some rando with, you know, a black flag and a Ukrainian flag in his in his bio and 17 <laughs> followers telling me that I shouldn't be happy today. Definitely. Swole Keasley says, I want to live in a community of drunken football fans and beach bums. I mean, you live it's you can either live in Green Bay or Florida, man. You have to pick one or the other. <laughs> you can't you can't have both. Um we better take our final commercial break. Oh yeah. We'll be back to wrap up the show right after this. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. We're also on Odyssey. Go and for support a free speech. <laughs> Go support a free speech platform. It's odyssey.com. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can get us at Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Go find us on there. Thanks to Anchor FM. Leave us five stars. Go yes. into the little review box. Type in endorsed. And thank you for your service. Yes, thank you for your service. Um, we need them. We gotta. We gotta grow the show, or I'm gonna go in the Fed. So, <laughs> is it? I mean, I'm gonna go in the Fed in like three years yeah. and two months, no matter what. But uh, your oh. support, ladies and gentlemen, determines how sad or happy Anakay will be. <laughs> you know. Uh, Swalkisi says, I'd have to be a Dolphins fan. Yeah, but are there really oh. Dolphins fans? Oh. Are there? No. Is that like Australia? <laughs> no. No. It's... That doesn't exist? No. Um, so, yeah. Click on those links. Support the program. We could definitely use it. Um, Dave could use it. Dave knows the routine. If I, if I hit my fundraising goal, then Dave gets every penny after that. 
Yeah. He's he's still waiting. Just he's just sitting there right now. Just any minute now. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. Open wide. All right. Um. Dave, do you have a final thought? Oh, you, you were talking about Fourth of July and stuff, and and I think every year what what I feel what I love most about it, and and it it was better prior to them legalizing the fireworks that go up into the air, but just watching everybody in my neighborhood breaking the law all at the same time just warms my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It can be done. Be happy when people are happy. Let it's okay to be this. happy. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you not happy? Are you are you thinking about are you thinking about no no thoughts? Go to BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com slash It's Too Late. Promo code It's Too Late. And tell them, I'm thinking about ending the Fed. <laughs> I've got, I mean, I've got all this fertilizer and... Oh, man. <laughs> you know? Uh... That would have been bad if you'd like just rattled off the whole ingredients list. We could do that. I think we should. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to another Are we doing it are we doing an after party? Yeah, a quick quick adventure. Alright. Oh. A little rendezvous. Oh you know. Alright. We'll see you at the after party on Twitch. If we don't, thank you so much for listening to another episode. It's too late, and we will see you next week. There's a massive opportunity sitting right under your nose. What is that? I don't know. I mean, there was a question about the lottery. Maybe this is the week. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they're. they're it's telling you that this is the time that you should go out and actually get a ticket. Because that was that was under your nose. That question was there. Oh, I ain't getting a ticket. They'll never take me alive. Cops try to pull us over. We ain't stopping. Oh, it! Oh, it ended with the music. Look at that. Pretty close. <laughs>